Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Randy Vanderhoof, who is the director of the US Payments Forum. So obviously there's a lot going on in terms of authentication uh, methodologies and standards that are um, starting out. Like we have obviously EMV3D Secure, you have uh, the W3C standards. Could you talk to me about, again, what's what's happening in each of those standards bodies and, and how those are uh, playing out? Yeah, there's really um, three big things that are happening in securing the uh, the online channels. As you mentioned, uh, the first one is uh, EMV3D Secure, which is a second generation of the 3D Secure technology that was introduced some seven or eight years ago. What's uh, improved in the second generation of this is that it's been upgraded so that it works both on the browser as well as the mobile platform, which the earlier version was was only a browser-based security platform. And it's also um, leveraged a lot of the new authentication technologies that are available, particularly on the mobile platform, to provide much more data elements that can be used in the risk scoring of online transactions. So 3D Secure really is is a uh, a solution that is um, integrated into the merchant's online checkout environment and connects with the brands and with the issuer when an online payment transaction is being processed and what happens is when the payment data is being fed through the the merchant it is being you know monitored through this 3ds platform that is supported on the issuing side to read the payment transaction data that's coming through and add additional identifiable data elements to help with the decision for the issuer as whether to accept that transaction or not having this additional data provides a way to actually reduce the number of challenges to individuals payment information and so it's anticipated that there's over 90 percent of these transactions with this information will go through as approved and the issuers will uh, notify the merchant that they will accept the transaction. And then for those transactions that don't meet the specification level of security by the issuer and by the merchant, then the option is to um, send a notice to the merchant uh, to ask for an additional amount of authentication, perhaps through a uh, an SMS message or asking for additional uh, information that would then um, you know raise the level of trust in that transaction enough so that the issuer could approve it. And if the issuer still isn't comfortable approving that transaction, then the merchant can always um, authorize the transaction themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess as well. I mean, there's still card not present fraud is is still a growing menace out there. So th this seems like a very practical way to assist with obviously mitigating that. Exactly. It's expected even when we started with the EMV migration that uh, as we close down the most common 
forms of counterfeit fraud that was used in the payment space that the, the fraudsters would move to the online channels. And then as consumer shopping trends have continued to shift more from in-store to online, it's only exacerbated the problem because there really weren't great tools available. The EMV chip is not part of the security for an online payment transaction. Right, absolutely. So can you give me some kind of idea of what sort of levels of merchant adoption we're seeing at this point for EMV 3D Secure? Well, we went through um, a, a specifications process in the last year, and those specifications were now you know, made available to the industry, and particularly those organizations that provided 3DS services before you know, were able to upgrade their systems to the new EMV 3DS version. And we are seeing more testing and certification companies available now working with merchants on implementing the EMV 3DS version. And really, it's probably beginning of next year when we'll start to see um, a much greater uptake of EMV 3DS uh, in the retail and mar- marketplace. Very good. So, so tell me about some of the other acronyms here. Let's start with W3C, SRC. Clearly, the, again, there's a lot going on in uh, securing remote payments. And just kind of, if you could elaborate on, again, what's happening with, say, the FIDO Alliance and, and some of the other organizational bodies in the space. Yeah, what I think it's important to point out is that no one a channel controls all of the payment transactions in the marketplace. And so there are these different working committees that are developing specifications and standards to address they see as their role in making the internet more secure. And so the payment brands and, and, and issuers in particular, you know, are under the EMVCO organizational structure are focusing on specifications like 3DS and the new uh, secure remote commerce specification. But the internet browser industry, which has its own desire to to make browsing on the internet more secure, um, and ways to do that would be to offer some additional tools that organizations called relying parties that that transact through a web browser would have additional ways to positively identify who's asking for their services or trying to interact with them. So the W3C organization, which is a global standards body, um, has been actively working with the browser manufacturers like Google and Firefox and and, uh, um, the Apple version and others on implementing some additional online authentication capabilities uh, into their browser so that those parties who are transacting through those browsers will have opportunity to use better tools to positively authenticate those transactions. So those are happening somewhat parallel to what the payment brands are, are pushing forward in the in the retail and issuer space, but a lot of it is going to end up overlapping each other because if you've got a more secure browser and then you've got a tools to interface between the merchant and the issuer, you've done a lot 
to uh, eliminate some of the gaps that exist in current fraud. So there's going to be these additional efforts happening by related standards bodies in an effort to make payment security and all internet transactions secure. But I mean, just to recap, I mean, there is a coherency in the strategy between these as well. So it's not as if they're competing in any way. No, in fact, the, um, you know, the the EMVCO has, you know, worked out an alliance with the W3C and is cooperating with them, as well as with the the FIDO Alliance organization on the FIDO standards, which cover uh, device authentication on mobile devices. And third part of this that, you know, I haven't talked about yet is the newest introduction of specifications called Secure Remote Commerce, or SRC. Uh, Secure Remote Commerce is a way to add additional uniqueness into online payment transactions using the same type of one-time information that is generated on EMV chip cards when someone's making a in-store purchase, adding that same element of one-time security of payment credentials when shopping online, utilizing the secure remote commerce specifications is another way in which this works is helping to to try to close the gap and, and work collectively with merchants, issuers, and the brands to make payments more secure. So just to wrap things up, Randy, so what what can we expect from the U.S. Payments Forum in 2019? Well, the U.S. Payments Forum has really served two roles, and we anticipate that 2019 we're going to continue in that area. One is to raise the level of education and information about these new technologies and standards. But more importantly is to bring together the stakeholders that are represented that have to implement these technologies. Uh, particularly the payment brands, the issuers, the merchants, the processors, and all the technology parties that operate in between them. They all need to have a seat at the table and to discuss the ways in which this technology is going to operate because significant investments are required as well as time and and resources in, in implementing these solutions. And therefore, there needs to be this continuous communication and dialogue and feedback channel. So as when merchants start to implement EMV 3DS, they might come up with questions about the specification and how it's implemented and provide a feedback channel back to the standards bodies to perhaps provide updates or uh, changes to the specifications in the future. Our role is, is really to be the forum to bring those bodies together and to give them an opportunity to interact with one another so that everyone is operating with the same information. And then we believe that that will help facilitate faster and better and more cost-effective implementations of these rather complex specifications and standards. And in addition to focus that I've spent the last few minutes on in terms of the online channels, there's still quite a bit of activity that's still going on in the physical space. As you know, contactless uh, payment cards are coming into the into the market this year, and merchants are um, looking at how that's going to impact on their point of sale systems and and making business decisions in terms of their ability to enable their systems to support um, new contactless cards and and, and mobile wallet solutions. We have specific um, retail markets like the retail petroleum industry, which is still aggressively moving 
towards their EMV implementation and fraud liability shift timeline of 2020. And now we have a, a rapidly expanding group focused on the transportation market and in particular looking at how contactless cards and mobile wallets can be adopted in the mass transit system in large cities like Chicago and New York and Dallas and and San Francisco and, and, and many other cities around the country. So there's no shortage of, it, of working committees working on important issues, and we expect that uh, we're going to see a lot more activity coming out of the U.S. Payments Forum in 2019. I'm sure we will. Okay. Well, Randy, thanks very much for bringing me up to speed on what's happening next year. Uh, that's Randy Vanderhoof, who's the director of the U.S. Payments Forum. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.